Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Big Ron Parlow here, Dusty Hanshaw, Scott, the producer McNally. Um, welcome to the show. We're uh, we're happy to have. I guess we're doing a Q and A episode today. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Yes, and remember, I am mutant.com. Dusty 20, Big Ron 20, get your 20% off, get your ISO surge, get your all in, and everyone should get on the gear. And also remember, think big bodybuilding media, keep a producer homed. Scott McNally, yes, Thank you, Patreon. Guys. Thank you. Remember the Patreon, you know, this and that. Okay, we're ready to go. So guys, I love your shirt, Dusty. Thank you. It's, uh, it's about gambling. Yeah, I was also thinking, like, you know what they say about threesomes. If you have a six and a five together, that's an 11. That's <laughs> all you need. It's all, I mean, it doesn't get better. You know, it doesn't get better than 11. You know, right? Yeah. You know, you got to have, yeah. have shirts about hobbies, like blackjack. Right, right. <clears throat> yes. You know. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And yeah, you guys are doing great. Everything's going well. Absolutely. Yes. I got, uh, you know, we got big things going on over this house, thanks to Ron. You know, I have to train hard again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Tell us why. Why is that? Because well, Ron has got Nikki putting muscle back on, which means if I'm going to be a decent training partner, I got to do it. And you haven't even seen some of it now. It's getting, we're just trying to, She's like, I'm just trying to do half of what you do. And now I'm trying to make sure I do double of what she does because it's right now that's stuck in your head, right? She, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, ooh. Some of these numbers are like the other day, it was, it was, uh, what'd she do? 275 for eight on Dead Stop RDLs. I was like, all right, well, I got 500, which is not double. So I got to get at least 11 to make this count. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And if she gains five pounds on something, you have to add 10 pounds. Yeah, wow. it's not. So pretty much the moral of the story is Ron is making me bodybuild again. Well, you're, I mean, you guys got the training down pat. Like, you know, I'm not going to butt in and get in the way a lot of a lot of the training. I Obviously, there's a, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, yeah, train well, you're, harder. Training, you're training too hard and you're training with too good a form and you're training too precisely <laughs> and efficiently. Um, you know, this is going That's well. But yeah, it's been fun. Just, um just playing with the macros to start, you know, getting her menu set up, getting her rolling on like, you know, a good sort of right amount of food to see, you know, what the body's going to do first few weeks. It's been fun. She's already saying she looks and thinks she looks a little better. So, you know, that's There's awesome. More food. That's the, that's yeah. the magic. Yeah. Is, more food is, down a notch on the belt. She has, you know? to, she has to eat. <laughs> She's like, shit, I got to eat again. <laughs> yeah. It'll like, be welcome good. back to bodybuilding where you have to eat and you're losing yeah. body fat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, she's got a lot of muscle, man. She's got a great physique. Like, like, you know, she's been and she's been in shape before, which is such yeah. an advantage. I mean, you guys know when you take on a new client, if they you look at their pictures and you're like, oh, you already had your glutes in. Yeah. Like, you know Don't what you know it's like to get in shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you had, you know, strided delts and, you know, your back was shredded and you were like in shape. So like, OK, you know where you're supposed to be at 10 weeks out. You, you'll you know, like when you're looking in the mirror in the morning, if your legs are coming in, you know how some people don't have that. They don't have the experience. And when someone's been in really great shape, I mean, she looked great at her last show. Um, yeah, we, you know, that that really changes the game. You know, it's been it, cool. It the, 
the warm up show uh, or the the first show. I shouldn't say warm up because the goal is that is to be is to be perfect. But the first show she's doing, we've accidentally got like four friends now also doing it. Nice. So <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like everyone's dining down for the same show, which is you know it just makes it easy. You know, with everyone kind of yeah. pushing along. So that was kind of the goal of the whole thing. A lot of people were like, why? You know, I mean, obviously yeah. she's not trying to like make a career thing. It's just because when she was competing in the past, it was single mom, fresh off the divorce, didn't get to like enjoy the process. And we were talking a little bit one day and I was like, oh, you still have the itch. And she's like, what? And I'm like, you would like to do this. I can tell. And I'm like, go ahead. And so I, I just text Ron. I'm like, I need your help. <laughs> kind of left it blank for a second. And I was like, you got to prep Nikki. And he's like, what? <laughs> So you said, I need your help send. Yeah. And then you waited a little while. So it could have been anything. Ron, what were you thinking? Dusty had jail. Was he in jail? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I I just assumed. I just assumed he wanted me to lie for him. Oh, (laughs) again. Again. (laughs) That goes without saying. I don't have to tell you that. That's the, uh, what was it? Uh, Who who is it that did that? Um, who was it that did that? Kevin oh, Hart, yeah, Kevin Hart went through the whole thing. He's like, yeah. you signed a contract when you became my best friend. My bullshit <laughs> is your bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Um, actually, I, I have to be honest, Dusty. We didn't talk about this at all. Um, but because I totally get the like, um, you know, you're in, the, you're, you're in the relationship. I totally get you're like, I am going to not touch your diet. Oh yeah, no. Like I get that. Yeah, that's so a smart move. That's, so that's why I haven't even brought it up to you that I'm prepping Nikki. <laughs> like he literally asked me to do it, and I don't yeah. even think I replied to you. I just started talking to Nikki. <laughs> just slid it over. Like you were just completely exactly left out of the just, loop of yeah. any of it, which is what I thought you probably wanted most. Yeah. Flawless. So as a friend, that's what I delivered was zero involvement. <laughs> yeah. My job is to take the pictures on her phone. Yeah. And give it to her. Yeah. I have nothing yeah. to do with anything else. No, as far as I know, there's this single chick that just lives in this house and she's just sending me photos. And uh, so it's 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 been it's been uh, good that way, you know, because I know that, you know, Dusty obviously like with all his experience prepping people, he knows that the best scenario is to just let the let them handle it. Yeah. And um and and you know and and they get to train together and they get to train hard and all that stuff. So like I know she's killing it. I know she's hitting her cardio. They just bought an echo bike for the house. Like this is like serious business. Like she's going to be in shape. But I wanted become to become a cardio house. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to say that I I was I was I was genuinely flattered when you asked me to help. You know, like I I was like, "Oh, wow, this that, you know, cuz like, you know, you know a lot of people. You've got a vast network of of extremely experienced people, including people that live probably closer, you know? So, um, so when you guys asked me, I was like, Hey man, that's really cool. I'm gonna take this very seriously and, 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 you know, make sure I I do the best I can. And so, yeah, that's really a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to putting up some crazy (laughs) pictures in the future, you know? I was, I, I just, I'm, I'm grateful you used the word asked because I was kind of just like letting you know I needed it to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not doing this, so I need you on this one, buddy. <laughs> well, I, you know, I had to talk she, to Emily. She did I was say like, she was like, um, 
She goes, is there any way out of this? And Emily's like, no, you don't have to. <laughs> if you notice, he didn't put a question mark. He just said, I need yeah. you to do <laughs> Yeah, this would be a problem if you don't. Yeah. No, but it was good because I've done, I mean, obviously I've prepped and had success with wives, girlfriends, all of the above. But and that's why you're not doing it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're not here anymore. No. Yeah. Um, nobody... <laughs> but in seriousness, it's more fun. Like I was like, For I sure. want to have fun. I want to be the the support. Like, tell me to go to the grocery store and get shit that Ron told you to do. And I'll be like, all right, cool. You know, I mean, that was the whole process. So it's super fun this way. But it is kind of funny because I don't know if you've had this, Scott. I'm sure you've got a couple of my clients or Ron's from here and there. I always laugh when I get one of Ron's old clients or he gets one of mine because he sends me the diet. And I'm like, all right, so I got to change something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I would do. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll turn some whey into egg whites, I guess. Yeah. So what I've been doing now is I just change it from grams to ounces. Yeah. I'm like, now it's American. Americanized it. <laughs> USA. USA. <laughs> yeah, an American coach now. Going to do it the way the pros do it. Yeah. Do it ounces, the less baby. way. Welcome to America. Yeah. Yeah. So what what do we got on deck, Scott? We didn't even we didn't even plan. We have, we have a no whole plan here. We have a whole plan here. We have, we have a whole plan we don't know about. Yep, you do. We have uh, a bunch of listener questions. We got a few from Patreon, a bunch from the last episode on YouTube. We nice. have a physique critique that we're gonna start out with. Ooh. And I wanted to tell you guys, I had Miss Olympia training just feet away from me in the home gym over the weekend. How about that? Miss Olympia coming to train at my home gym. Like that was, it was really an honor to have her here. Not to mention she liked the equipment and she like, she trained hard. Like she took yeah. it, she took it to that place that, you know, awesome. those workouts that we absolutely never will forget in our lives because we took it to that place. She took yeah. it to that place. That's yeah. It's, it's a, you know, like it's one thing to have, Miss Olympia training at your house during times of oppressive government tyranny. Yeah. But it's another <laughs> thing. No other other choices. Yeah. It's <laughs> another thing to have Miss Olympia training in your basement without any, without that. Yeah. So it's, it really is cool. It's your, you know, her own it was choice. cool. It was cool. I was honored. So we, we shot video for mutant and uh, I think, I think it all went pretty good too. And uh, you know, full leg selection. So she got to do everything she wanted and she likes to superset things. So there was like no need to like ask or be polite and, you know, commandeer equipment from people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She just got to do what she wanted. So it turned out really that's good. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to yeah. see those because that's the, so when we had Drea on. Yeah. It was my first intro into how hardcore she is because she's the nicest, yeah, sweetest person on the planet. But when you talk about training, I'm like, ooh. That's a different angle. I like this girl even more now. Yeah, oh, she yeah. gets fired up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And she was Stand doing up or these... sit down, remember? <laughs> she was doing these, uh, like, 30 rep uh, sets on the leg press. And this leg press, <clears throat> you know, the the, uh, the Nautilus Explode leg press has the, the funky plate. And, I, and right. some people like it. Some people don't like it. If you expect, like... And I carry in. It's good, you know. You'll be disappointed because it's its own thing. Turned out she liked it a lot, and she really got to use because she's really trying to hit like the posterior chain, glutes, and hamstrings uh, with all of her leg movements. 
And she said that like when she got down to the bottom, she had no choice but to use the glutes to help to get it up. And I think she might have she might have overshot it a little bit and went a little heavier than she would have for the 30 rep sets. But then she didn't back the weight down. She was like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. And she just made it work. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So all right, well, that's what we're doing today. Yep, yeah. Exactly. One of the th- one of the things about Drea that I liked was there's this real old school. Oh, yeah. To how she looks at stuff like, you know, we've we talk about this a lot. Everyone's very like formulaic like what's the latest you know what is that you know optimal rep range for this exercise and optimal rest between sets and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and then a lot of people including us we all get caught up in it sure but she's got this stuff where you know i mean a lot of it she got from john right and her her coach and 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 it's it's done just because it's miserable (laughs) yeah yeah and it makes you harder and it makes you like test yourself more like you know what's her formula for the 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 30 rep leg presses well they just really suck yeah she (laughs) she wants to be able to like walk away knowing she literally did everything she everything she could you know you know and i love i like i like uh you know i like a lot of that that's cool stuff you know why do you do that well i tried to think of the hardest thing i could do right now and that was it yeah and i was sure to get video of her walking up the stairs because it's in the basement you know afterward and then getting into that huge truck that she got from wings of strength from winning that last year it's like that thing is so lifted (laughs) i'm telling you like the 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 step to get in uh what do they call that like the running boards or whatever they're like up to my waist so (laughs) she literally had to like reach up and hold a handle and then take a couple breaths and then go okay i'm gonna lift this foot and then she lifts it and it doesn't quite make it and then she lifts it again and gets it up there (laughs) oh nice you You should have filmed that as her last set (laughs) yeah yeah we didn't get it in in and out of the truck three times to finish yeah yeah. so we did get the parking lot lunges yeah exactly (laughs) So it was good though. So I, I'm I'm freaking pumped. I'll be excited. I'll I'll let everybody know too when Mutant gets that out. I'll be sending that over to them today. So yeah, we yeah. have a. Uh, let me see who this is exactly here because I still have him pulled up. Uh, and I asked him for a front double. Oh, cool! And he sent me a front double. So this is uh, Mitchell. And I'm gonna grab that front double because I didn't get one first, and I was like, dude. If you're going to send us a physique critique, we need a front double. Because he had like a bunch of the like classic physique poses and stuff like that. And ah, we'll start out yes. here. We'll start out with the front double. And I'm going to grab a couple of them. Uh, and, and I'll see what he has to say, too. Because he also sent me an email about this. He says, um, before all else, I want to say that I absolutely love the show and the podcast you guys do. Truly a gem within the industry. Not sure if you're planning on having any other guys chime in on my physique. Yeah, we are. We're putting you on the show, man. He has to be put on the show. Awesome. <laughs> he says, but the more the merrier if you do. Uh, I want to get uh, to the top of the sport. So any constructive criticism I can use to improve is valuable. Some context to my physique. He's currently a natural bodybuilder at 3.5 weeks out. And um, he needs a couple more pounds off of the glutes and hams to come in. 
He is five nine and a half. He's 163 pounds in these photos. So at 159 to 160, I think that I'll be stage ready. I'm aware there's a ton of areas that I need to improve, but I'm uh, stage ready at 160. That means I'll have about 47 pounds of tissue to add uh, to be in the classic physique weight cap. Um, in my mind, if I do this right with my structure, um, I do think I could be a top classic guy and I'd love to hear your thoughts as well as the rest of the guys. Awesome. Yeah, really Get out of the guy's attitude. way. The guy yeah. looks awesome, especially. And the guy doesn't just look good for Natty. The guy looks good, yeah. period. Yeah. Like, when you said he was Natty, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like the way he stands with his. Shots? Yeah, yeah. I'll keep. I like well, how yeah. he. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, you like yeah, how he does what run? Well, see how he has his legs in the front double? Yeah. That's how that's how he should always have them from the front. The way he has his yep. knees locked on the front relaxed is is not gonna, yeah. not gonna help him out. You also might pass he, out. <laughs> what's that? You also might pass out from locking your knees like that on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um but but yeah, I mean he's he's in great shape. Um he's sort of evenly developing, like there I don't see anything glaring. He's got a good back. He's got yeah, some yeah. quads. Like, you know what I mean? The delts and, you know, great midsection. He's got some V taper. Like, the front lat spread shows a lot of promise. I don't know. I'm just going to get out of this guy's way. Like, I'm not going to tell this guy. <laughs> can't do shit. Look at the most muscular. Like, that's like some of those natties, natty guys, man, they have like a great look. And just think of how much, like, you know, think of how many drugs a lot of guys take to try to look like that middle pitcher. Just to get there. Absolutely. Just to get Absolutely. there. There's guys using like, 15 grand worth of shit a year to try to look like that yeah you know but of course we know some of our listeners aren't going to believe a single thing so no nope. lies lies but lies five um think five nine <laughs> just think though five nine one sixty five or whatever he weighs yeah like th think of how many think of how many shittier looks you can have at five nine one sixty five like he's you know that's like a great look for five nine one sixty five jesus yeah it really is you know, what think like of most guys at most missing, regular people. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Run, run through the sh like if you now that we've gotten every angle, like that's the most important thing is usually you, you've got things that are missing. Yeah, in guys. Yeah, like and that's that's your your biggest factor. So my you know my the critique is more time. You look awesome. Yeah, just, just keep time, doing exactly everywhere. what you're doing. You know, no. just keep laying bricks and and you know when you're up ten pounds on a physique like that, especially with his structure. 10 pounds would be enormous on him. Oh, yeah. Now imagine yeah, what he say, 47? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to have to agree. I think the only thing that I would say is stay on the path that you're on now on the natural side for a while until it's yeah. not working. Like there as long you as you're growing there's, there's, and improving, uh, stay that. You know, and it's there's that's natty games to be had. Yeah. I mean, you, if you're, yeah. you look like that now, oh, I think that's an area that takes an extreme amount of discipline to not yeah. be in a hurry to put on the size. 
And I, so, I wonder yeah. if he's competing in a natural show too, or if he's just doing in an open show. Because I know plenty of guys like he could compete. I mean, he might not be the biggest guy in an open show, right? But like he conditioning wise and win. stuff, yeah, he could do really he well. Win his at weight it. class, I've seen yeah. guys, I've seen, class, seen natural sure. guys win classes all over the place. And if he's competing yeah. in a natural division with that shape, because like the oh, shape yeah. is the big thing that he has really, oh, yeah. you know, going for him. Um, I mean, I think he could do incredible. I would say, I would say to focus on posing, you know, which is an yep. easy thing you can fix. Like if he has three and a half weeks now, yeah. if if there's anybody in his area that he trusts or something, like literally just working on that for an hour could be a complete game changer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like oh, you got a wide waist. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like oh, you <laughs> could change that in an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks, Scott. You gotta, well, you gotta bring me up all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. you're dusty yeah. or something. Jabbing at you. He's not like you're dusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. I mean, no. I'm just over here by I mean, myself, yeah, the, minding my business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only thing that even came to my mind that was like a criticism was just to not lock his knees like that in some of yep. the front poses. Just yeah. stand with how he had him in the front double. Just stand with him like that on all the front shots, and like just that alone would change how those that would be photos huge. All looked. Yeah, it'd be yep. huge. That'd be so, huge. Yeah, he man. is pretty balanced overall, though, isn't he? Yeah, it's and had that like shredded natty look, you know, like yeah. dry. Like he's yeah, not going to yeah. have to like worry about water, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's drank water in a month. <laughs> like he's doing. Obviously, his body doesn't like you know. He's handling his foods well, and he's you know using you know his body's. It's just you know he's got that dry look. So that's that's a huge plus. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And just just to toss this in before we're done, and I'm sure those are practice trunks. Get different colored trunks. That's the only thing. Oh yeah, those will, yeah. Those will kill you on stage if those are actually your trunks. I doubt they are, but I just have to throw it in just in case. Why? Why would you get different trunks, Dusty? Because this, when he puts a tan on and is wearing those trunks, there's you. You want drastic difference. So tan skin, you know, dark blue, bright red. You know, I don't care what color it is, but I mean, don't go up there in gold or tin foil or any of that shit or white. No bueno. I've seen a, that before, and I hate that. When you see somebody really good, I saw a guy that thought it'd be fun to come out in white trunks once. I was like, Ugh. it's your first thought was like, oh, you're wearing white trunks. Holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. Like your trunks should not even enter someone's mind. I think that's a big thing people miss when they want to get in these other these trunks and shit like that. It's like they shouldn't even. That's why I always bought black because they yeah. just don't cross your mind or basic like i mean right. i had a sponsor so they send me a bunch of them and at the end of the day i'd wear like a solid color of whatever i happen to grab i'm like these yeah. will work but yeah that's the only thing and i'm sure those are practice but i have to say it just in case i had okay. a pair of burgundy yeah. trunks one time and it was the worst trunks i ever had because my tan you had, had no that, pants like, on i looked naked <laughs> i just looked naked from head to i knew toe. what that was you know going what I mean? <laughs> there's the naked guy yeah yeah i mean you can see it but it wasn't it, it definitely didn't pop that's for sure yeah that's great all right oh, man. all right i'll see what else we got here because like i said we, i knew we had a, a bunch of listener questions here too um all right what about this one i'm just gonna start pulling from the top here uh last five minute crew love the show uh also oh okay yeah this is your client isn't it dusty it was just a comment uh, he said, also won my show last week, first in both class, uh, both classic and light heavy open because I was the most shredded. Love the content, gentlemen. Not your, not uh, your uh, no, client, that's Jesse? that's not my Jesse. 
That's okay. My Jesse's got a show in three weeks. But, okay, uh, that's awesome. Still great result, Hell though. Yeah. yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. I know he he posts. So is he a lot, trying? So is to... he is he trying to tell us that we somehow either motivated him to diet harder and get in condition, or he's or probably he worried about his from split us? to the hips because of you. He's probably afraid of you're going to yell. Hey, you yeah. know what? I have I I was. <laughs> I am really happy about the number of people that I've seen at shows that have said, man, I can flex my quads this year because of that split to the hips rant. I worked on it. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll pretend that's, that's cool. part of it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Jesse's commented a lot. So thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it, man. Um, we had, uh, let's see this next one. So here's a question for the next show. Um, if you guys could change anything at the Mr. Olympia, let's say the open, because that's always the only thing that matters. For example, <laughs> number of competitors, um, how the posing is done, uh, competitions, uh, comparisons, and so on. Uh, perhaps prejudging and finals on the same days. Can you make the Mr. Olympia better or more interesting if possible? Thanks for the great show, Last 5-Minute Crew. And he's from Sweden, so shout out to Sweden. Awesome. That's amazing. I have some. So my first thing I would do after last year, and I think I had to jump in before Ron stole this from me, take all the wildness off of the background of the stage during the show. Remember how they had, like, the video going and the waves in the background? You remember that at the Olympia last year, Ron? Yeah. There was so much noise trying to make the show the show. And I think it's important for the promoters to remember that if you're at that show and you're spending $300 a seat to go to the Olympia, you know what you're there to watch and it's bodybuilding. Like keep it simple so we can see the athletes at their best. It was literally distracting all the shit that was going on in the background of that stage. Yeah. And I don't see why they couldn't simply like you could have the wild craziness. And then when the next competitor comes out, it could just drop to black. Yeah. That guy could come out and they could have, you know, they could do the doorway thing or whatever. They got to have some. Intro. Yeah. Some theatrical value. Obviously, the thing turning, you know, and there's Ronnie yeah, standing that's there. That's all like, cool. Or, like, that's all cool. They come down the stairs. But then once they're posing, like, the cameras should be on them full body all the time. And yes. it should yes. be a black background. You know, like when we're watching the side screens and they switch to like a weird camera angle, it's like, no, 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 just leave it on the full front view. That's all anyone cares about. I don't want to see yep. like any of the other angles. So some shows are better at that than others. Obviously, that's another thing they could do. But the black stage behind them and maybe if they do it like at least at prejudging. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite part of the honor. Remember yeah. back in the day, it was just the black curtain. That's all they had at the Arnold for, I don't know if they're still doing it, but for years, you walked out to a black curtain on a stage. You looked like you were in a high school auditorium as far as the stage and the backdrop. Yeah. And that's how you judge bodybuilding. But they didn't even you play know? music back, like way back in the day. They didn't even have the audience. They wanted it to be quiet. You couldn't clap and stuff either. It yeah. Was just, just the, the judging. judging. Yeah. The real yeah. old school. Yeah. Remember if you watch Pumping Iron, they're all sitting in the crowd and they're all kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he looks really good. Like they, call kinda, the yeah. they call him the bat. They call him the bat. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch him, watch him, watch him open his lats, you know? Yeah. They're all like whispering. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Anything else? Anything else you guys can think of? No, I think that's, uh, that was, the, I mean, that was the main thing that jumped in my head um, as far as what they could do to the show. I do wish as a fan that um, more guys would put Terrence Ruffin effort into posing. 
Yeah, yeah. he's great. And not and I'm not saying to to do it like him. And and I'll be the first to say I was terrible about that. When I was bodybuilding, I knew when the show was taking place and that was prejudging and that's what I worked towards. Right. And now looking back, I'm like, man, what a disappointment I would have been if someone came to watch me. Mm. Because you know, I hit mandatories to music that I didn't even pay attention to. And <laughs> that's and but I feel like that's terrible. I mean, you're at the best, biggest show in the world. And there's guys that that's what they do, you know, and I just think, man, and, and again, I like to blame and say I was just as bad. But as a fan, I would love to see that increase, because when you see like, I mean, I remember like going to shows to watch Kai pose, going to shows to watch Melvin Anthony pose, King Kamali, like whether you like their style or not, they put in effort, you know. Yeah. Right. Remember, remember uh, Darren Charles? Oh, he was great. Oh, too. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's Charles guys on the show googling him right now. Oh yeah, lots of I great mean, posers. Even, oh, here we go. I'm derailing, but anyway, yes, the posing. <laughs> Mine would be the the live stream, and like you had mentioned, run with the cameras. Like just let's just show us the bodybuilding. If I'm spending the money to to pay per view for this, I, yeah, I just want to see one camera. You guys can probably save a yeah. lot of money too on all those other cameras and the crane and stuff. <laughs> You know, just yeah. the one. comparisons, right? When when they zoom yeah. in on one guy's hamstring when they're doing a rear double, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't yeah, care I about see like, at least <laughs> when they're panning the lineup, I want to see at least three guys at all times. Yeah. Right. You know, like that more full picture. So you can like there's always someone to compare them to in the visual, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. care about how Sean Ray felt when he stood on the stage, uh, you know, a couple decades ago. I don't want to hear that story while they're <laughs> while they're actually posing. I mean, it's fantastic right. and everything. Great bodybuilder. One of the best. But I really don't care when I'm trying to watch what's happening on oh, stage you, right you now. You just made it so much worse yeah. because now you're making me think about when they when they come out for their routine. Yeah. And again, I know what I'm watching. I do not want to hear you at all. Not your turn. Right. When they're yeah, posing, right. just when the commentators, up, the music, I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. This last year, they kind of really did drop the ball because I, I had watched the live stream. We went out there, and then for finals, we didn't go. The tickets were, like, outrageous, right? Yeah. So we watched the live stream, and in between, they were cutting to backstage. So they oh, had, like, boy. go online, and they, you'd watch the show, and then they'd cut backstage. And they'd be like, oh, this is the champion from fitness. And how does it feel to be the Olympia? And this is and this is going on. And then you would miss the beginning of the next thing. And they actually they were in the final final everything. It all comes down to this. And fifth place goes to in the Olympia for the open. And they cut to bikini. I think it was it was on before them. They cut to the bikini girls backstage and literally that's what you saw for the next five minutes. And I was like, what? This can't be happening. And then they like cut it back. And then like you saw the show for a couple minutes and then you're like, oh, wait, fourth, who, who got fourth? Oh, wow. And he got fifth. And literally it all cut and it was all backstage stuff until the show was over. And then Hottie's up there. And it was like, oh, I guess Hottie won. Like, literally, oh, no way. I paid $80 for this. I called or I emailed them and they told me they wouldn't give me my money back. And then uh, I, I put a post up and I was like, hey, anybody else have this happen? And it didn't happen to everybody. But a bunch of people messaged me saying it happened to them. 
And so then uh, the next really? day they got, they're like, we're not going to give you any money back because we haven't heard any other complaints. Well, I was probably the first guy that complained. And then later they refunded me my money. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. So, oh, wow. Yeah. What so a, I'd like them for not a, to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's not have that button. Yeah, we don't need that button. No, we don't need to leave the stage at all. No, no one's in a hurry to. Yeah. I think the problem is, is they're used to this world where, like, you you have to be occupied at all times. Yeah. So God forbid you actually have to wait for them to get done with fifth to find out who was in fourth. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it was just a big mistake. Like they just. They weren't supposed yeah, to go backstage oh, at all. They had like a separate channel where you could like watch the backstage stuff if you wanted to watch oh, that. Oh, they were clipping. Yeah, and and that channel somehow got interfered with this channel. So yeah. Oh Jesus! It was get um, rid of that channel. I think you can. Some bikini girl. Give it one of those. Me. All right. Uh, question for the next show. Hey Dusty, if properly oh, taught and implemented, do you believe that DC is the most uh, meth- method- meth- methodically is that the word is that how you say it Method- best methodology best methodology. Method- yeah. met- methodology my brain's not saying wanting to say the word okay let me try it again I got methodology you. thank you there uh, you go let's do Worcestershire <laughs> sauce now um, uh, <laughs> for optimum size gain assuming rest nutrition and supplements are in order <sighs> If you, <laughs> this is so funny. If you have the mentality to train that way, yes. If you do not, no. Um, hmm. And that sounds really interesting, but it's like, for example, most people, if they followed Dorian Yates' training, would not put on the size they could have because the intensity and the focus on every single rep was flawless. You know what I mean? So, but if you have that, if you have that ability, then yes, I do. I definitely think it's the best way um, because it's going to do high frequency, low volume and progression is the magic. But again, he, he nailed it, which was if done correctly. And that's where the wheels typically fall off. Right. Most people fail with DC training or any progressive overload because somewhere along the way, they lose sight of the fact that doing the movement correctly is everything. So you can't be so obsessed with seeing the weights go up or the reps go up that you speed the negative or that you shorten the range of motion or that you take seven minutes in between sets. Like there's a Mm. lot of nuances that you're now lying to yourself. You know, exactly. If you don't have wrist straps to take on, off, put on, on, you don't know how long it takes. <laughs> Ron had me down. He's like, no, no, he needs another couple more seconds. He's tightening up the left one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's that's what it is. So uh I do believe if you if you are um missing some screws in your head, it's the best way. And the last little detail is is your your body needs to be made for it. You know, something that Justin mentioned, which is so key, is do not try to force a training methodology to work for you. Yeah. That's good. I agree. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Um, any protocols or tips for improving sleep quality? I'm using a CPAP, which helps a ton, but I'm barely getting REM sleep every night. 
I have a question. Is, is he is he researching that? Like, is he reading something that's telling him that? He has to be. Otherwise, how would I he know? I hate that shit. That's literally my answer. <laughs> like, I, I feel like, well, here's the thing. Is there like, a problem? Yeah, because I literally, I see people like if you wake up and you feel rested, don't worry about that. Yeah. I had a client just barely send me this whole breakdown of her digestive disorder that her doctor had her do a test for. I'm like, you've never said anything about digestion. She's like, well, no, it never bothers me. I'm like, why did we take this test? Mm. Well, now it says this. I'm like, ignore that shit. No, throw it away. You were digesting it all fine (laughs) until the doctor told you that a thing told you you might possibly. No. So if you're not sleeping well and you know this because you're waking up groggy, then you got an issue. But it's because something told you weren't in REM sleep. I wouldn't even think about it. Okay, yeah, I, go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously, like, if you have symptoms of being sleep deprived, and I mean, obviously, they say they have a CPAP, so they went through that whole rigmarole. Yeah, mm-hmm. to say the word wrong, but they, they. They, uh, they, they went through all those, those tests and the CPAP stuff and all that. So, uh, I mean, if they feel like it, the CPAP has helped a lot, I don't know. What's the problem? Um, unless you have a symptom, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, don't, don't worry about things so much. Um, I mean, what am I supposed to say? Try some melatonin? I don't know. <laughs> You know? yeah, I mean, that's the truth is if you don't, if you have symptoms, then, you know, because he didn't say I'm waking up tired or he didn't say yeah, I'm struggling to go to sleep or he's waking yeah. up three times a night. Right. And that's why I jumped to the idea that it might just be something your watch is telling you or something. Right. Um, so take the watch off and go to sleep. I've been tracking all that stuff and uh, but I take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've been watching my my sleep and when it says how much deep sleep I get. And then I've been watching, you know, like, okay, it says I didn't get as much deep sleep last night. How do I feel? Do I feel any different? I don't mm-hmm. think so. And then there's other days where it's like, I feel kind of groggy today. What did my sleep tell me? It's like, it didn't really, it, it doesn't equate, you know? So, right. But, right. but I am, no I do direct feel like, yeah. yeah, but I do feel like though, by paying attention to that, maybe it could inform me if I'm having an issue down the road. You know what I mean? But yes, as of right now, a trend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Mm -hmm. as of right now, it yeah, it's just and and it's easy to get caught up in that. Like, oh, man, my VMO isn't good. Well, how do I know? I just bought the watch and I put it on and that's what it said. Well, is it my VMO or am I drinking too much coffee? You know what I mean? Or whatever. Right. right. So that's a good answer. I like that. Is there much an amount of coffee that's too much? I'm just curious. No. Okay, cool. Go ahead. No. That was you used to question. have a lot of sleep issues, though, didn't you, Dusty? Because I remember you said you sleep better now than well, my you life to. was a mess. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out you know, I went to the clinic, went to the doctor, had all these drugs, surgery, and then I found out my life's just a fucking disaster. This <laughs> <laughs> is the most honest answer I've ever given. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, 10 years not sleeping well. Turns out I was just a terrible human. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it rolled through. Became less of an asshole, and all of a sudden I was sleeping like a baby. I'm like, damn, that's the secret, huh? 
You know, all people right. appreciate watching you evolve on this show, Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were also enjoying watching me spiral before, so it's right, kind of right. <laughs> drew them in. We drew them in with the spiral. Okay. Right. We have an important Patreon question here from Frank Sullivan. He says, uh, if for the rest of your life you had to either uh, have sweet or savory, which would you choose for your off-diet meals? Pizza and burgers all day long. Not even a question. Yeah. I work with a if guy they, who just ate 200 yeah. grams of carbs from pudding for his cheat meal. I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Of, that's a lot of love for pudding. That's a yeah, that's a that's an odd choice. But I let you know I just rolled with it. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. He's yeah. not using an off season. You just need more carbs. So I'm like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, flavor. I don't know, but I pictured chocolate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has to be your butterscotch. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> these are the questions I ask clients for real. Just I'm curious. Like, <laughs> Sorry, it has nothing to do with your diet, but what flavor yeah. was 200 grams of carbs? He was asking carbs me these scientific <laughs> questions about what flavor I was using. <laughs> I'm just well, curious. That's, that's, that's why your digestion's a mess. You didn't use butter. You do four different yeah. flavors, or are you going to do one flavor? Yeah. His digestion was fine, too. It was like yeah. he didn't have any issues. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll try it again, I guess. Liquid. Takes the yeah. shape oh, of its funny. container. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, question for the next show. Um, what was each of you guys' best pose on stage? And also, what uh, you felt your worst was? And I know that uh, Michael is uh, getting ready to compete in another couple of weeks now. He so he's probably thinking about that himself. He's probably thinking about that himself. Yeah. My best pose is probably my front lat spread. Yes. Or... Yes. Um, yeah, and then I also thought I had a great side chest. Like I used to think I I did pretty good win in that shot in in, in several shows, and um, and my my most musculars were pretty solid. So yeah, I would say those would be like my best poses. I was I was gonna jump in and say the most muscular. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It like because Ron is like people don't realize. I think it helps now that you're not so heavy just how wide you are because mm. you're down 60 pounds and are still really wide so i don't think people yeah, really know yeah how wide you were it's so like when you hit a, a most muscular it's like like i always had to do like hands on hips or hands clasped to stay wide because if not my shoulder just dip in mm, i remember right, I, right, right. I, jj marsh you guys will love this i we're hitting a shot and i, I hit the class most muscular like oh yeah and then I hit the hands on hips, and he was like, yeah. He goes, well, give me a crab. I gave him a crab. He goes, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, okay. <laughs> Scared you a little bit, and you were afraid to, you know? What was funny yeah. I knew it was bad, but I was like, okay. I just love it. He was just, yeah, don't For the ever, rest of your life. ever do that again. Don't be tempted to bust that train wreck out. Yeah. So, uh, worst pose would be a crab most muscular. Uh, <laughs> uh, best for me was, uh, I mean, obviously, a rear lat spread would be the best. Um, rear double was fine. Side chest. And then from there, it was really quickly downhill. Um, but those three weren't bad. <laughs> I love that people are laughing. Uh, they laugh. And I'm like, I'm dead serious. Um <laughs> I always, I, I, I mean, I look back at some of my pictures now and I'm like, oh, that actually looks all right. But at the time I thought my front double was my worst pose because I always 
felt like my arms weren't big enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, you're like, there's my arms that need an <laughs> <Yeah>. inch. <laughs> okay, let's get to the lat spread. Okay, here we go. Like that's, I always felt like the first pose was like, ah, okay, let's just do this. Okay, we're done. Okay, now let's move on to the lat spreads. Okay, let's go, you know? And, um, and it was always the one that was like, you know, just hard, you know, as of like, fuck, I should have another inch on those arms. If we could just start with the lat spread, they might ignore my front double. Right, right. <laughs> Talking about my yeah. lat spread. I had to really maximize the V taper to just try to draw, you know, like that yeah. aesthetic look to it. I started adding a little bit of a twist at the end sometimes, ah. you know. You know what I would say, though, for real? Because uh, I, I know I like to make fun of myself, but something for guys to think about and girls conditioning makes up for a lot. Hmm. Yep. So when you do, I mean, for everyone, if you have a beautiful physique, be sliced. But all kidding aside, because I know I took some flack on the ass show for for joking about my genetics, but it's like I, you get away with a lot by by going all in on your advantages, which with me was just being big and then just being sliced hmm. because they're like, it's not pretty, but ugh, it's it's ugly in the best possible way. You know, so I, I just like to remind people of that because that's the area, you know, like we were talking about the, the guy that we critiqued. He's nasty. I mean, he's got pretty physique, but I'm, I would not be afraid to throw him in any regional untested show because he's so yeah. sliced. Three weeks to go, he'll be inside out. He'll ruin guys that are 20 pounds bigger than him because they'll look fat as shit next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I never liked the mm-hmm. ab and thigh shot. And I always, when, when we had to hit it, I always felt like they're like, you know, you hit rear double and they're like, okay, gentlemen, face the front, ab and thigh. And then I would hit it and then I'd be like, oh, okay, we just get through this, get through this and most muscular. And it's just like, it was that, it was like that moment where I'm like, I really don't like this. Let's just get through it. I know did this you, guy probably looks better did than you me. Point at your calf. Yeah, I should have. No one would have even seen the rest. Did the ab thigh. And then when everyone does like, you know, some sort of twist to show their, you know, everyone gets a little uncomfortable and they start doing this a little. Yeah. You just point at the calf. Yeah. Just point at the calf. I should have. should have done the, the calf. I needed you there, Ron. The calf swing like it's a quad. Yeah. yeah wag it. The calf. Just I can do the that. calf. I can do that. Too. <laughs> I knew you could. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you more every day. I remember, though, my first show, I looked like trash in every pose, except for when I'd turn to the side. And like side side shots were like, okay, I can kind of, yeah, this works for me. You know what I mean? And then every show I was like, okay, now this pose works good too. Like mm-hmm. it was like every show, like everything looked a little bit better, a little bit better. You right. know what I mean? Like right. you got to, I got another pose that worked kind of thing. You know, I remember vividly, uh, 2004, I got fourth at nationals. It was a very tough class. Um, and I was disappointed with fourth and I wasn't quite as, as hard as I wanted to be, you know, I, and uh, but I remember when I got the photos back, I was like, oh, I've got like a back double now. Yeah. Like 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 I was looking at the lineup, you know, like, you know, a grainy photo from the photo developed, like picked up at, you know, London Drugs 24 hour photo map. And I'm looking <laughs> at like the top four or five guys and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like right in there. The back. I, mean, I got a back double now, you know, because I remember always thinking like I was so wide. I needed more thickness, you know? Yeah. And I always felt like I did great in the lat spread and then like as a younger bodybuilder and then the back double was a little thin, you know? And then there was that like one year where I was like, oh, I got a man back now. (laughs) You know? Yeah. All right. Got a couple more here. Um, Quest for the next show. 
Oh, Donna. Hi, Donna. Donna Quest came in. Uh, question for the next show. Do you stop drinking water or any drinks in general uh, any time prior to going to sleep? Is there any reason other than just avoiding having to go to the bathroom during the night? Um, I, I actually don't restrict water coming into bedtime. I, I just drink normally all the time. I obviously, I try not to guzzle like a whole liter right before bed, yeah. but you know, like I'll drink uh, a whole shaker watching a TV show at 10 o'clock at night. And then, you know, I'll have some fluid with my last meal and, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather stay hydrated than like restrict water. And I don't know, you got to get up to pee anyways. I find. I just, you know, don't do anything dumb and like guzzle fluid before bed. You're going to wind up waking up right away to pee. But, you know, I don't really think of it. I, same. I mean, the only, the only thing I, that makes me uh, dumber is that I would wake up to pee and then be thirsty and take a drink and then go back. I do it bed. all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Because I just keep one next to the bed and I'm like, because yeah. I'm thirsty. Go, go, go. I'm like, I can't go to sleep without at least, you know, a couple ounces then right back to I, bed. I hate being thirsty and I was always I always was of the mindset that when you're dehydrated, you burn less fat and build less muscle. And when you're right. thirsty, you're already dehydrated. For sure. Exactly. I always so thought that too. I thought, okay, so I should never be thirsty. Yeah. And I just always had that mindset. Never be thirsty. It's not good for grow growing, it's not good for recovery, and it's not good for getting leaner. It's just a random comment here from uh justin montgomery he says uh i want to hang out with ron and dusty for a day so badly listen if we had do you remember how we were talking about like if we had like a bunch of money and stuff what would we do with it oh, that would yeah. be like a thing like we could have like a, a contest where it'd be like come and hang with ron and dusty for a day you know what i mean i'll fly out yeah yeah well where'd Actually, you go i answered him because he goes i, I follow him on instagram and, oh, uh, he that. does a lot of fishing and yeah. i was like take us fishing I saw that. I thought it was random, but I saw I that. I want to like, go. Oh, okay. I'm down. Take us fishing. About fishing. Let's yeah. do this. Maybe good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man shit. Um, okay. it's kind of an interesting one here. So, Scott, the producer. The. I've got to ask. Yeah, the producer. I've got to ask. Uh, you're always holding down a nice smile, bro. Have you ever had, uh, have you or anyone ever decided, I'm going to smile at that girl and completely crapped the bed. I think this keeps <laughs> happening to me, he said. <laughs> I love this guy. <clears throat> that's amazing. Oh, well, I've been that's for you, Scott. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I well, he said me is. or anyone. But I will say this, that I'll generally... I'll, like, Here's what I've noticed, is that if... I used to smile a lot more in public. And uh, uh, so I eventually, though... Married? Yeah, no. I smile even more after that. But then I decided to stop. I felt like I don't really need to please people. I feel like it was kind of like a people-pleasing thing, you know, where I'd go into a store and I'd go to the register and I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd go to pay and I'd be like, oh, you know, how's your day going and stuff like that. Oh, you guys busy up here and make small talk. Very Canadian, right, Ron? And, yeah. uh, and I felt like I needed to do that. And then I felt to myself like, well, what if I didn't do that? What if I just walked up to the register? I, I just put my shit down, and then I, pay, you know, put my card in. I paid, and I didn't even say like, "Oh, I hope you have a nice day." And I walked away, right? And I felt like that when I first did that, it was like uncomfortable to me. 
And then I realized, like, you know, why why was that uncomfortable to me? Maybe this is a challenge for me that I maybe need to not smile and try to make small talk and be polite because it's kind of a people pleasing thing. So I, I actually broke myself of that habit. But I will say this, that I've had a habit of like walking around, holding the door for people, smiling to people. And there's a certain breed of younger girl that goes to the gym that completely takes that the wrong way. And they're immediately like, oh, that guy's hitting on me. And it's just yeah, so funny yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can walk through the world and, you know, anybody else, you're smiling. And then some girl's like, <gasps> you know, because I've, I've yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. I've definitely got shot down by, you know, some random chick that I wasn't even really smiling toward directly. But, you right. Know, yeah. That kind of thing. You should have just looked her right in the face and said, that smile was for your mother, sweetheart. Relax. <laughs> There's a, a general <laughs> smile in your direction. It wasn't really a targeted smile. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was a great expert. So what I gathered from all that was Scott was too nice and he decided to try on being an asshole for a while. <laughs> like um, dusty taken to it. He's taken to it. Yeah. This is before my dusty. It. This is before my dusty. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, I, I think to to answer the question though, it's like I think it's more than a smile. It's gotta be just like your energy. Like I don't want I feel I don't know how to smile. Like that's why I don't smile in pictures. I don't know how to smile normal unless I'm like laughing. Like, like, yeah. If not, it just looks like I'm a fourth grader still, like trying to smile for the camera. But like people just, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like oh, is he all right? What's going on here? But uh, you know, being welcoming, especially when you're bigger. I mean, Ron, you know that. Like the first yeah. thing you have to do is knock down a wall when someone sees you. Yeah. Which is that that's you why are I a smile at people. You know, I, so you I, make sure it's like overly, I always go overly nice to people when they first come in, especially like when I own the stores, I would always be like, hey, how you doing? Like way over the top. And they're like, the guard drops and then you can be a normal human. Yeah, I don't I don't make like nonsense small talk with cashiers or anything. And, you know, unless, of course, they're really hot um, <laughs> or their mom is. But um, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I do always like smile at people when I walk into a store like a store or whatever. I'll smile at whoever's working at the store. I'll say hi, like, yeah. hey, how's it going? You know, and then I'll go get what I need and I'll just pay for it. But I, 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 I do definitely, um, you know, like, I don't, I think it's like a leftover relic from like wanting to disarm people, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. of this was giant juice head walked in my store and he was really yeah. nice. It was all good. You know? So I guess I sort of like, uh, got used to doing that a lot. You know, mm -hmm. it's still sort of, but then also too, like 99% of my life is in a five minute circle. So yeah, these, are all, these are all people <laughs> in my community now. And like, everyone knows me as like one of the West coast owners and the mutant guy. And so everywhere I go, I sort of do nod and smile and say hi to everybody, you know? Yeah. I'm saying, I know everybody everywhere I go. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, Hey Ron. <laughs> all right. I got one more. Um, no, actually I had two more. So, question for uh, overrated, underrated. Question. Yes, off-season cardio, almost unheard of. What do you think, Scott, Ron, and Dusty, uh, yourselves, and clients? Well, I definitely did too little, as in almost none, for like the entire time I was a bodybuilder. I didn't really do off-season cardio ever. And it was probably to my detriment, but, you know, we were just, that's how we thought. We're like, ah, oh, it's for prep, you know, and I wasn't thinking of health or anything. Um, now looking back, I think it would have been a good idea to, you know, 
do a bit of cardio all the time. Um, even just for like general statistical health reasons, you know, mm. even if nothing visual was different, just the stats on doing some cardio were probably better. Right. And that's how I sort of look at things now. So, uh, I should probably should have done more. I, I think that, um, you know, some people just loathe off season cardio like me now. I'm, you know, I, I don't want to walk on a treadmill. I, I, I don't want to do that, but I look at the health benefits of the bike sprints that I'm doing mm. and that's what motivates me. Like I'm not motivated by being lean. I'm, I'm lean all the time just because of how I live and eat and train and stuff. And it's not the cardio that keeps me lean because I don't do enough of it, but I do the sprint cardio on the bike for longevity reasons and for health reasons and blood work and how things look on paper when I do sprint cardio and, you know, so that's why I do it. Makes sense. I do. Um, so for, I'm with you, Ron, I didn't do nearly enough in the, back in the day. <clears throat> and in hindsight, that hindered my training. I'm not even yeah. talking about health. I think that there were reps left on the table hmm. when, you know, you're doing deadlifts. And I, I always liked like, for me, low range was six to eight reps on something like dads. And there was that point where you were fighting your oxygen more than you were fighting the weight and that yeah. cost. And now, um, it's truly why I bought the Echo Bike is because I wanted to get as soon as I realized, like I said, that Nikki was competing. I'm like, okay, my wind can't slow her down, and I don't want to. I'm same with you, Ron. I'm like, I own a treadmill. We have a whatever the hell a Peloton. I got all sorts of shit in this house. I do not want to do anything for 30 minutes. So I get on that Echo Bike. I do 30 seconds all out, 90 seconds rest, 30 seconds all out until I've done three minutes all out and I get off. Wind has improved in two weeks. Yeah, I get done with a hard set, and like a minute later, I'm totally back to normal. So, you know, I think that that's the area that I would suggest for for athletes to consider that hit cardio. And just so you know, if you ever see somebody say that it hit cardio for 30 minutes, they are lying. That is not hit. It's (laughs) intervals. That's just regular intervals. Yeah, it's very, very. I mean, when I'm on my third 30 seconds, you know, you'll I just look down. And then I'll glance up to see where the time is. And on my first two or three, I'm at like 24 seconds before I look up. On the last mm-hmm. two or three, I'm at 12 seconds. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that thing. That's, that is the worst tool I've ever bought in bodybuilding. I love it. And you have no excuse. It's like you have 10 minutes. There's no reason not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know once I get on it, I'm like, I can't get off this now until I'm done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like the commitment. Yeah. Well, I, I, think like I just wonder too, like, like, just, like the, I remember having like my sleep apnea got pretty bad and feeling, and, and I wasn't nearly your guys' size, but I got to the point where I it would, it would, I would get winded. I would struggle to like, you know, walk up a flight of stairs or tie my shoes. Like I could feel a difference. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I could have corrected that, and made myself comfortable, could I have taken it further? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. We had a question about uh, Piana. Thinking about, uh, I can't see where it's at immediately, but the, it was basically like uh, some, uh, they wanted an episode dedicated to Piana stories. Oh. Uh, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where it's at exactly here. But uh, yeah, I just in that. general. Just in general, looking for some rich Piana stuff. The, like the, the real stuff of hanging out with him, 
you know, behind oh, the man. scenes, that kind of stuff. Don't go I too don't... far behind those scenes. <laughs> yeah. They're like partially oh. behind the scenes. Yeah, man. <laughs> ah, geez, I don't know. I've told a bunch of stories about Rich before. You really but, have. Um, but he, he, uh, yeah, he was a, he was a unique guy. The thing about Rich was just how many people he knew. Like I remember hmm. going to Gold's Venice with him, and like, you know, there was like, and it wasn't just people wanting to you know this was like as he was just getting famous right but like the, the all the old gold's venice people that he knew were coming up hey rich shaking his hand giving bro hugs and it was like everybody like he knew everybody you know walking to gold's venice with them and it's like you know there's like 50 greetings before you get to start working out because everyone's like rich how's it going man good to see you I haven't been you know i've been down in a while you know he just knew everybody that LA lifestyle. People forget that his dad was in a rock band. So his dad was a musician and his mom was a bodybuilder. No kidding. And so he grew up like surrounded by all these crazy, you know, these two crazy worlds. Yeah. The world of bodybuilding and the world of like, you know, bars and clubs and rock and roll. And like, he, so he had a lot of crazy stories, man. It was just endless, you know, I endless. Bet. You know, he knew all the, he knew all the seedy underworld people and, you know, like <laughs> it's crazy stories. I remember, did I ever tell a story about his ex-girlfriend stealing the money out of his safe? No, that's a good story. We'll go with this. No, I've never heard this one. <laughs> so he tells me, he's, he's like, you know, he, there was a little period of time where his like little brother lived with him. And he told me one time I heard a story about him, like having to chase after his ex-girlfriend cause she stole money from him. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, Oh, my little brother was sitting on the couch watching TV one day and my ex-girlfriend just ran through the living room and out the front door. And my little brother was like, what the fuck? So he got up and went in the back where she came out of. Yeah. And the safe was open. And he looks and she came in the dog door. She hopped the fence, came in oh, the dog shit. door. Broke into the safe because she knew the code. Took all the money out of the safe. Went out the front door. Why didn't she go back out the back? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I used to want to crawl through the dog door again. Maybe I don't yes. know. I mean, it's hard to unlock get it from know. the inside. But I, yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> know. You know? <laughs> just, uh... Maybe it was in the side of the house. It didn't have a door. It could be. Yeah. So, so he ran upstairs or ran to the bedroom. He's like, Rich, your ex-girlfriend just ran through the house. I think she was in the safe. So Rich hopped in his truck and had driving around the neighborhood trying to find her. Anyways, he found her. It was like, this cra these crazy people that he knew. Yeah. You know? This crazy stories and and uh, you know like going over to his house and you know there's nothing in the fridge but egg whites, <laughs> like just nothing but egg whites. I'm like, you know any food? Because the only meal he like, ate at home. <laughs> no, because he made his breakfast. That was it. Oh, and then no all the other meals he ate out, right? <laughs> no so kidding. He had nothing but egg whites in the fridge. All of them. He, he ate all like, his meals out except for the breakfast. Yeah. Wow. Think about what yeah. that costs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no and there's this one, man. this one Middle Eastern restaurant. I can't remember if it was like, like a Lebanese restaurant or or what it was, but it was like in one of those meat and rice, you know, like Middle Eastern meat and rice places, right? Yeah, and it was right, right in the valley. And he said, "Oh, I eat here every single day." And we walked up, and they were like, "Hey, big man!" And they just started like dishing up his triple meat, you know, <laughs> rice plate, and he just went like that, you know, just held up a two, so they made one for me. Yeah. You know, we got these like crazy plates of like, you know, beef and rice and he just knew everyone. So it was pretty cool to hang out with them in LA, walking around with them. I bet. You know, I bet. You know, 
like just weird stuff like you're walking down the main strip in the valley and this low rider goes by like real fancy low rider you know like music cranked and the guy yells rich and like waves (laughs) big man you know like just (laughs) you know this that kind of type of stuff it was was an interesting experience yeah it's crazy to see how popular he got and i remember being at the arnold and he had like his whole crew and he had his own booth and stuff and just like all sorts of people that just like Man, the the people that just loved him, you know, the people that just connected to him in the lines and stuff, everybody waiting to meet him and stuff. And and where where I'm from, you know, kind of like a more of a blue collar area. And and I just feel like he really connected to a lot of those people, people who maybe like didn't have the best in life. And they like, I don't know, he just he, he really they got him, you know. It was the uh, one thing I learned from watching Rich do his thing was like, you know, who would have thought, like, think of it this way. You know, people, a lot of people think, oh, there's no audience for me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have that, that, you know, everyone looks down like, oh, I only have 400 people watching my podcast or I only have 100 people seeing my story or, you know, people get down on themselves because of their numbers. And, and, and this was one thing Rich was really big on, like, like you might only have 100 people watching your story, but like, that's a hundred people. Like it used to be a, a huge issue to get 10 people to show up at a seminar, you know, yeah. and you get a hundred people to watch your story about, you know, your, your protein or whatever, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. in comparison, yeah. he, he always tried to get people to look at the numbers. Like this is incredible. Don't be down on your numbers. Right. And he was always really big on that. Like he, and then he used to say like, who would have thought, like if I told someone that I was going to get this massive audience based on guys that wear dicky shorts and tank tops and have tattoos and work out, you would have thought that's a tiny little sliver of the market. Who's who would bother marketing to them? Hmm. Yeah. And he's like, but I'll take all of them. And guess what? There's a million of them. <laughs> and they're all buying my shirt. Did. And if I sell a million <laughs> shirts, I'm rich. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, he saw things like that. He's like, your, your, your market might be this many people, but if you take all of them, there's a million of them. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was so a guy he, at a gym that I saw not too long ago. He still had the tattoo, the like the 5% tattoo, the whole back of his hand, 5%. He yeah, tattooed yeah, yeah. it on his body for the rest of his life because that's how much he believed in it, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what yeah. Rich did that was really good, and, and good marketing does, is it makes your followers feel like they're a part of something yeah and rich made i mean that was a great thing like i didn't i didn't know rich anywhere near the way ron did but even if you were just step back and watched him his interaction with every individual mattered like you could Mm -hmm. see it like he was he was there like with one person at a time didn't matter how cool. long the yeah. line was. It was one person at a time. And that is why, I mean, I guarantee you no one ever left a meeting with Rich and thought less of him than when they got there. Right. Rich Rich had that uh, view that if you focus on the most important thing, like pick the most important thing and that should be what you focused on the most. Right. Mm-hmm. And some people get that wrong. Like maybe they run a business and the most important thing is to keep their customers happy. But they don't make that the number one priority hmm. they make something else the number one priority and rich would always be like i can screw up at a lot of stuff but if i nail meeting people 
and giving them a great experience as a fan, everything else will take care of itself. It's so simple the way, that, like it like, makes so much sense. Just simplify it. Yeah. Like just be on at the expos. Just be, just that's all you got to do is just be on at the expos 100%. And then the rest just will, ha- will just take care of itself. It won't be a big deal. That's wild. You know? So, yeah. It kind of works. It's a great answer. Okay. That's all we got. We have any that's it. Is that all we got? That's it. You That's got anything good? dusty? Jeez. Easy breezy. I didn't. All right. I, I was uh just completely unprepared today. Just excited to see Justin on last time. I knew we had some yeah. leftovers. So this was solid. This yeah. was a good day. So we're gonna I'm gonna throw this out for the viewers. Yeah. They're they're sort of not in sync with reality watching yeah. this episode because you're actually on holidays and we recorded this maybe a week or two before yes <laughs> Few, right. up, to th- up to three Ron. up to three, up weeks. To three. Wow, so yes. so tell us tell us what you're doing right now in real time um on holidays we are either in <laughs> it's not quite a holiday it is kind of for me but uh right. victoria is speaking at a, a seminar um on uh like i think functional health or functional training um or what is it i can't even remember offhand but it's some smarty pants bullshit exactly yeah, yeah exactly um um she's but she's doing a talk and that is in melbourne uh australia okay. and then we are going from we're going to spend a week in melbourne and we're going to be like right have you been there run oh melbourne? yeah many times yeah. okay yeah. so we're going to yeah. be like right in the downtown area there's like a little I'll river or something and really great gym recommendations okay okay and uh, and then we are heading to well, we're gonna fly into Brisbane, okay? Because that's where okay. we're gonna fly. Easy. So we're we're flying into Brisbane, then we're gonna fly over to Melbourne, stay there, and then after that, go back to Brisbane and spend a week there. So a week in Melbourne, week in Brisbane, and there's a um, this is like all her her deal. She has a, a there's a, a Netflix thing that's being done and they wanted her to be in that. So she's going to be doing that in Brisbane. And then we're going to have like five days at the end where we're going to try to do our own thing. So, wow. Awesome. Can we toss in how you just like rolled out the oh Netflix wants her to be in this thing? Yeah, it is this Netflix deal we got to go to. Yeah. Like yeah. Shot well, well, Netflix it's a, called yeah. again. It's and, a documentary. Uh, yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah, some documentary about really she was smart in, people. She was in uh, another one for Chris Duffin. That I don't know if it's going to, if it's, but it was shot for okay. Netflix. And that's okay. when Chris Duffin came here. Chris Duffin was like the other famous person, I guess, who was at the house. Uh, yeah. We they shot the the whole video. They they did an interview with her and Chris, and they shot that in the gym, which was kind of cool. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get to see that. I've seen like the trailer and stuff. That's still like coming together. But she she helped Chris get his health in place so that he could do that thousand and one pound squat for three reps. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So she's you know just working with casual thousand pound squatters. Yeah. Um, three. <laughs> yeah for three for three um, yeah i i i want to touch on uh some of the feedback from her episode was great having her oh, on yeah. like, um i had uh some female listeners send like really genuine thank yous really mm-hmm. like thank you for having her on like she helped me really think about a few things and you know see the big picture and understand how complicated this can all get yeah. And, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of people that, you know, they get themselves into very frustrating positions where they don't understand what's going on. There's a lot of chaos, yeah. you know, 
And uh, so it was great to have her on. I'm, and I like getting feedback from people, you know, you know, we've, there might be some fart jokes on here and, you know, some stories that aren't really relevant to anything regarding making gains. But uh, it's, it's nice when we, you know, provide like a sliver of pie that's just pure good information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she got to meet Drea. To that part. She <laughs> met Drea before, like back in nineteen. But she met, she got to hang out with Drea yesterday, and uh, they really connected. And she, she's, uh, they were talking all about all sorts of stuff. So she was, she was giving Drea some insights into like supplementation and like sleep quality and stuff like that. So it's cool. It's always cool to see her get to connect to people and get to share what she knows. So. Yeah, evidence based. Yeah. That's that's what this is like. Evidence based training or something, health, something like that. That I don't even know yet. <laughs> but but her whole thing is going to be about like why like she's going to the seminar and her whole talk is going to be about like why evidence based stuff might not be the best route to go. So like they're all going to be that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Are we going to be able to watch this like after the fact? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's probably you'd have to pay money behind a paywall or something like that, I'm guessing. But it's going to be a, a big I'd, conference. I'd, be, I'd literally be curious to see that just because that's not what I would expect here that she's going to roll yeah. in with. Yeah. Like, I'm here to talk about evidence-based stuff. I'm going to tell you why it may not be the best way to go. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the way she rolls. You know what I mean? I like that. I like yeah. that. I so it. I'm excited, okay. though, because this is the farthest trip that either of us have ever taken. It's going to literally be like a 25 hour flight. There's going to be a oh, bunch yeah. of different connections. So, yeah, it's going to be cool, you know, and and we've been watching Lost, which is kind of weird because, you know, the whole like trip from Sydney and all that kind of. Yeah, thing yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm freaking pumped. I'm freaking pumped. And we're going to still get content out as you guys. If you're watching this now, you see that uh, I can't promise it'll be on the exact same schedule. Plus, Dave Crossland, he's out of commission at the moment. He broke his leg. He literally he, he was. Uh, in fact, I think I have a uh, I threw video it out here. No, but I have a he's, he's, this is his picture that he had posted. He was chasing two shoplifters. <laughs> and he went, he tumbled down the stairs with one of them. He did catch both of them, but he broke the top of his tibia. And uh, he's going back into the hospital tomorrow when we normally record. So we might not have drugs and stuff for several weeks now. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not not great. Oh, wow. damn. Okay. Yeah. Look at yeah. him news. Get fight. well. Get yeah. well. Get well, Croslin. Okay. Okay. So well, yeah. That's that. What are you guys going to do with all your time off on Mondays when we normally record? I'm going to be here waiting. I'm just going to watch the screen for two hours. I'm just not going to fall behind on my phone by three hours is all I'm going to do. There you go. My phone right now is a disaster. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it really won't change much. I'll just be on my phone all Monday morning catching up on check-ins and stuff like that. He doesn't work as late Monday nights now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll just go to bed on a normal time on Monday. That's all. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. And remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Ring the bell. Oh, I know we're way off, but really huge congrats to Roman Fritz for qualifying for the O. I know this oh, episode yeah. won't line up in any way, but to us, it just happened yesterday. Yes. So uh, huge congrats to him. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Okay, everybody. Remember, I am mutant.com. Dusty 20, Big Ron 20, get your 20% off. 
get your all in, get your ISO surge, and everyone should get on the gear. And the Patreon for Think Big Bodybuilding Media, for Scott, the producer, keep a producer homed. Thanks, guys. We will talk to you soon. I guess we're going to have a little break, but no one else will get a break, which is perfect. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's all the way we love it. Well, you guys put the okay. legwork in to make this happen. So, well, make sure you go to Doherty's gym on Brunswick and go yes. see the original location. Go see Tony mm -hmm. Doherty down there in Australia. He's a very important figure in bodybuilding. And yeah, I'd uh, like support. to support his gym see him at brunswick he's got several other locations and then there's lots of other great gyms in the melbourne area they got tons of great facilities so you okay. will not be disappointed i think and that the people uh, we, we that victoria knows they have a gym too so we're going to probably check oh, awesome. that out they know the whole awesome. community and all oh, of that yeah. and then there's yeah. a podcast thing i think happening like a i don't know like fitness focus podcast we'll be doing in brisbane i think so okay yeah. okay cool man Sweet. have a great time in australia i highly recommend it i know you do i'll tell <laughs> australia you said hello and if you get a chance to go to a, a little bit south of brisbane is the gold coast where i spent yes. a lot of time surface yeah. paradise in that sort of area if you get a chance to go go um but it's well, gonna all be beautiful you we're gonna have like that. five days so like okay. once we get to brisbane will it be like a solid five days i saw those mountains awesome. that are south there too there's yep. rainforest hiking so we'd like to get into all that Damn. what's yeah, our likelihood down, of seeing like a cool wild animal in that area pretty good yeah you know like i mean i mean there's all sorts of like sanctuaries and really cool nature stuff where you can go see stuff so that if, yeah you know, all else we're gonna fails. do that we're gonna do that but, for sure I mean, yeah yeah but i, I mean, want to see like uh you know a kangaroo or something oh yeah well if you're in in uh in queensland i mean that's semi-tropical there so there's you know you can see stuff there's okay. stuff going on just don't go looking for stuff that will kill you because it's there no you yeah you'll find it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> good advice ron you know yeah, walking around barefoot in the jungle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Have a good one, guys. And remember, it's just bodybuilding. <laughs>